Welcome to Made in the 80s, podcast about the 80s by people who were made in the 80s. I'm Shalia, and we have... Tim. And Kendon. All right, guys. February 3rd is when this is going to be released. Oh. We made it. We made it through the first month of 2020. It felt very long. It did feel very long. Very, very long. I hope the whole year is not feeling that way. Um, Wait, I don't like it when time passes quickly. Yeah, I don't want it to be fast either. Just, just nice steady pace. Yeah, not not okay. too long. Some, that makes like, sense. Give me some Goldilocks. Okay, so this week we're talking about the land before time. I will put the timestamp in the show notes so folks can just jump to that if they want. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go back to the 80s mm-hmm. with whose turn is it this week? Is it my turn? Um, I feel like I haven't gone in a while. Oh, go ahead. I'll roll for you. Okay. I got a four. You got a four. Okay. Which direction do you want to go? Uh, towards me. Okay, so you got a green. Are you ready? I am. For which California-based footwear company was Paula Abdul a spokesperson? I know this. Wow, California. I know it. I know this one. You know it. You know it too? I know it. Yeah. Should I know it? No. No. Oh. <laughs> but this is a group. Tim, what is it? It's LA Gear. It is LA Gear. Are they a footwear company? I feel like yeah. I only saw them wearing they were like, big t-shirts. In, they were big in the 80s and early 90s. They had a lot of shoes for kids, and then they kind of went away. But LA Gear was like a thing. They did high tops and everything. Huh. What's the gel, the hair gel? Oh, no, LA Looks. Is LA there looks. A, is that gel? I don't know. I don't mm. do hair. Okay, so that's 80s. Now let's go back to the future for the 2020s. Because my news is, you guys both know this, I'm sure, but neither of you have mentioned it yet. So, Emerald City Comic Con is coming up in a month. Yep, I'll be there. And it'll be back to the future. So, Christopher Lloyd, Mel J. Fox, Leah Thompson, and Biff yeah. are all going to be here. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. That's really exciting. Yeah, Did I'll... we forget to get tickets? We forgot to get tickets. But the tickets for that are not on sale yet. They go on sale on Monday. For what? Yeah. So, there's like a, it's a Back to the Future panel. And so, it's like an add-on extra experience at the Hyatt. So, it's not at the convention so the tickets for it are on sale on monday wait a when minute this is released okay so they start this stuff the grand high is part of these panels as part of comic-con sort of they're also very one? careful to say it's extra and that you need a back to the future badge in order to get in that like the regular comic-con stuff won't get you in there wow so you gotta that's wow yeah i get it i get it yeah and yes so like four, <laughs> saturday tickets four day tickets all sold out yeah. Um, so you can still get your but those are quick. It's all October, Thursday, Friday, right? Sunday. Yeah. yeah, these they've been on sale. Yeah, but yeah, it's Back a, to the Future. It's a lot quick. Is going to be here 2020. So that's the news I had. No surprise, we do? haven't talked about it. I don't know. I mean, I you think we should. Figure out by tomorrow. I think we need to. I think we have to. I feel like it would be inappropriate for us to miss it. I think we have to go. And also, I want to go. So we there should you go. Then. Yeah, we should go. We're gonna go. Um, yeah, that's my news. You guys got any news? You want to go first or you go to last? Um, I'll go for it. Uh, mine's kind of quick. Number one, apparently, oh, not even apparently. Um, I want to congratulate John Oliver. He's a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Congrats, to John good Oliver. To be an American. I've liked him for a long time. I think going back to community, at least, um, I think he's hilarious. I think he was on uh, Daily Show before that. And um, my second piece is that um, we we were talking about how we I haven't had a lot of Dune updates lately. Yes. Yes. So there is speculation that they that the um, Dune Lego. Uh, huh. I read it as Dune Lego this morning. I was ex- excited, but um, no, it's Logo. 
the logo has been released and it's kind of well what you see uh on the leak is basically dune spelled out with all c's kind of so if you take like a horseshoe shape mm-hmm. and move it different directions it kind of looks like dune except for the e doesn't have a doesn't have the extra line right i thought these were just noodles that you sent me yeah um if you were in, if you go on to the article it, it shows like a more stylized you know the the sort of one, version you'd expect so people were like, uh, that kind of looks like dunce. <laughs> but then a particular, a potentially more official version came out where there's a star in the middle of the E horseshoe that's kind of um, got light rays going out from the side, and it makes it look more like it's spelling D-U-N-E. Mm-hmm. It looks right to me, but I, I really just thought it was macaroni that you sent me. That's because somebody added a line on that macaroni picture I showed you. Oh, so it actually is mac- macaroni that you sent? Yeah, I mean, that's oh, okay. the picture at the top of the, the article I looked at. I see. Okay, so the, <laughs> it looks it like noodles. Macaroni. It is macaroni. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dune. Good Dune. job. Thanks for the update. Any other news, guys? That's some quick news. What's the news? Uh, Disney Plus's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier will premiere in August. I am excited about this. Excited for it. I'm not really a Winter Soldier fan, but I know you guys are. I love Winter Soldier. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Same for you, Kendon, kind of, huh? It's great. It's a spy, it's I like a spy him. film. I like him all right. You like him. It's I like, like that movie. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that movie is your favorite of all of them. Buck is great. Of all the captains, at least. Yeah. I don't know. Never. He wasn't for me, but I'm excited for everybody else, and I'm excited for the like him and the Falcon. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. So really quick, we've got uh, a remake of 1997's Anaconda. It's coming. Star J-Lo, Ice Cube, John Voight. Uh, who else was in that movie? Yeah. Them doing a remake of that. J-Lo and Ice Cube are the ones I remember. Yeah. Uh, I hope they get Ice Cube's son to, pl- to play him. That would be fun. Now. John Voight why? was amazing in that John movie. That movie was, was so ridiculous bad. in the first place. Like, I don't see why you would remake it specifically. A monster film. Yeah. You can make it, it wasn't, it, it felt more like an adventure film than a monster film. You can make this one more of a monster film where it's less campy. I'm kind of with you, Shalia, mm. except for like, there's nothing particularly special about Anaconda as like a brand. So yeah. you can just have a giant snake movie. Yeah. There's no reason like it really needs to be called Anaconda. Well, that's my other point, than the, yeah. It's not really a re... I don't know. Are they going to remake Anaconda as in do the same plot? Right, no. Or just like make another big Anaconda. snake... Yeah, make and another big like snake movie. Special. It's another big it's, snake movie. Yeah. 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 All right. Are those? Are any of them returning? Uh, maybe in a funny cameo. Not J-Lo. She's too big for that. Oh, she was too big for that. I don't know. It depends. You throw her a check. I don't know. She's doing a Super Bowl halftime show. It's, I don't know if she's going to be doing Anaconda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Lethal Weapon, a new new Lethal Weapon film with Danny Glover and Mel Gibson returning to reprise their roles. It'll be fascinating to see if they're doing a sort of passing of the torch or or what. But but nothing to do with the TV show. No, that guy was a mess. Did you read about that? Oh wait, did we talk about? It? Did he? Mm. He did a lot of crazy stuff on set, and they like had to right. get him out. Didn't of he it. get kicked they, off another show uh, after that? Because he got replaced with, what's his name, Stifler guy. He replaced him on the show. Huh. Yeah, the guy was a, a, a wreck, like, doing too much. So, anyway, in, I don't know, maybe not do it the show, but it'll be interesting to see 
you got these these old guys <laughs> doing action. So, we'll uh, how much action? That will be. We yeah. don't know. Is Mel Gibson going to be in it? Yeah, Mel Gibson and Daniel. It just Lover. occurred to me. I mean, you said that, but now I'm actually picturing yeah, it. I know. You're putting Mel back on the streets. I mean, he's already that... in those um, stepdad or the dad-in-laws Yeah, movies. people don't care about those. This would be this will be uh, in your face. People associated him with this film for years. It's going to be a big marketing push for this movie. It's not going to be some small, like, goofy comedy. Hmm. You can kind of hide him in those, right? It's yeah. like the third, fourth lead. You can't hide him in this. No. You got you to gotta be out there. Front Rene center. Russo in it? I don't know. Did she die? I hope not. Did, did really? she die in one, of, in one of the movies? Oh. <laughs> the actor. I don't think so. No. Okay. That's, that'll be interesting to see. I'm yeah. excited. And now you also said we're seeing a trailer soon. Yeah. Fact, for by Fast, this time. Fast and Furious. Tra- <laughs> they're doing a trailer uh, concert combination. Okay. But it's, I laugh. I was like, yo, this is the franchise. This is this is it. Like, they're doing... I was watching Fast Five last night, and I was like, this movie is so... They kill a bunch of people with that safe at the end of the movie. Yes, no, they do. And no yes, one, no one seems five. to care. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not like a follow-up to Super... Was it Superman or Avengers? Where they're like, yeah. we're so sorry for all of the damage the safe, during like, our last goes, fight. goes through a building. No, I'm like, there, like, there were people in that coffee shop. It's, oh, still, it. it's still kind of one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's great. Um, and the Rock just starts murdering people. <laughs> like, he's like a DAH, DAH, and he's just like, no, I'm straight murderer now. So yeah, it's fun. Uh, but Super Bowl is also just passed, right? Just passed. So this is coming back. This is coming out Monday. So the one thing I do we'll appreciate, Super Bowl champ, we have a new champ. The one thing I do appreciate is the Super Bowl trailers. We'll get something. I'm trying to think of what's on the horizon. That's Top Gun. Uh, what's coming out on the on the calendar that they'll they'll try to like pump to the Super Bowl that we haven't already seen. I mean, or we a different trailer. Like we'd already mm-hmm. seen the in game trailer last year, but Super Bowl one was different. We saw more footage, and I think the Super Bowl is the perfect place to debut a Dune trailer. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's I think exactly it's, I think the it's same exactly fans. that same <laughs> demographic. Group of fans. We, we could get a teaser. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it's the right demo. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get a teaser for sure. <laughs> but but if, if you're... Something but, for but everyone? To be, to be fair, if you're Warner Brothers and you're smart, you do a teaser trailer. And you show a couple quick glimpses of these people who know are in the film. I mean, it's a stacked-ass uh, cast. Yeah. You show some faces? That's it. Um, Has the title come up? There's some interesting action in there yeah. that'll could get people excited. I Sandworms. mean, in fairness, it, yeah. we did see the logo maybe because yeah, it's getting it was sent for Sunday. Yeah, for rendering to make it look really cool for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. It'll be something. Uh, the, the only trailer I've seen so far is the sign the hedgehog. Do people at the Super Bowl miss all the commercials? Yeah, yeah. Huh. But you got the Super Bowl, so. I'm excited yeah. for the but I figured there's yeah. a big screen and uh, don't they have like television breaks basically? Yeah, but they're TV timeouts. So you don't like if you're at a Seahawks game, there's a timeout, you don't get to see the commercials. You're just sort of sitting there. Okay. Until action starts again. And there's a lot of stuff that happens at the games. Mm-hmm. Uh before we start, did you realize so I watched a clip the other day of um of Jim Carrey talking about why they have Super Bowl halftime now? Because it was never always there was never always Super Bowl halftime guests. 
Hmm. No, yeah, they had to add it. Do you know what happened and what made them add it? No, what? In Living Color did a Super Bowl halftime thing for Fox. Like in the middle of... So it was going to go to air it live, <clears throat> and it was going to start as soon as halftime started to get people to turn and watch Living Color. So they, they did a bunch of live bits. The Living Color was, you know, one of those... It wasn't like a live show. They did a lot of stuff to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did a live show. In the 80s? In the 90s. Oh. And this is the next year the Super Bowl got like Michael Jackson at halftime. Oh, so they were like, oh, there's something here. <clears throat> yeah, don't turn the channel because Michael Jackson's coming up. And said, that was the first year they started doing it consistently. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was the start of it. A when did color. In Living Michael color Jackson start. was the first? I think it might have been the first. Hmm. When did in Living, in Living Color start? That's from the 80s. 80s, 90s? I feel like it was in Living color. 90s only. That's why. Okay, you're probably yeah, right. But um, yeah, that's fascinating fun fact that that's... That prompted the NFL to be like, oh, yeah, we got to do something about these ratings. 1990. <clears throat> Made in the 80s. Yep. Yeah. Great show. Maybe. <laughs> um, cool. That's interesting. It's an interesting fact. Yeah. Force their hand. Force their hand. And also just like very like, okay, this is how the market drives. Mm-hmm. This is something you weren't getting. So we're going to make sh- like. Oh, you want to be entertained at halftime? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff. Okay, cool. Any other news? All right. What are you guys up to other than watching the Super Bowl? I've been chilling. Not a whole lot has been going on. I've been relaxing. I'm waiting. I have heard good things about Birds of Prey, so I'm seeing that soon. Excited for that. Excited for Sonic, randomly. I think it's going to be a fun movie. What? You are? Yeah. When did that happen? I don't think that that's how you felt all along. I didn't like how he looked. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm excited for it, so I'm excited to see You're excited for Jim Carrey, aren't you? Yeah, as Dr. Robotnik, for sure. Hmm. Is it like the trailers that have... It just looks fun. It's just like as it gets closer. I need to pick me up. It just looks fun. Yeah. Like a fun little pick me up movie. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> um, what I have been watching is... What have I been watching? Hmm. Hold on. Let me go to my book. Let me go to my notes. Anything exciting? Fun? Not really. I haven't watched anything. I mean, it hasn't been much. I've been watching a bunch of really sad NBA coverage. Yeah. Me too. The Shaq interview made me cry. Did you watch that? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was tough, man. Shaq not, was broken up. I'm trying not to watch that. I know. I watched that, and then I watched Fast Five, and then I watched, I thought I watched something that was super weird. I can't remember what it was. It was like it was on my TV. Oh, I've been watching that that uh, that show, the Bone Collector show. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that before. It's like is it? Villain of the Week type of show. It's yeah. like, here's a serial killer. He's killing people. You still enjoying it? It's fun. I wonder how, I wonder how long it's going to last, though. Okay, so I remembered what I was going to talk about, and it was tied to our topic for this week. So this week we're talking about Land Before Time, mm-hmm. starring main character Littlefoot. I watched Little. It's a that fun That is one. not a good movie. It's a fun movie. I don't know if it is. Is I it? fun it's, watching it. It's like... Mean people being mean to each other, like you don't like people being mean to each other. I don't. It's yeah. like this is uncomfortable and not fun, and like, like her uh, boss unpopular position. <laughs> her, <laughs> boss, like, her boss is really mean. To her. And I thought the boss is really mean. And then I remember the trailers being like, "Oh, this is hilarious," because I like that the little kid actor thinking, "Okay, this is really really funny." But then like, no, because the little kid actor was being mean. <laughs> so I was like, "No, I don't like this either." Yeah, I mean, it turns out okay, but I was just like, I'm not enjoying this. I think this ties into the movie in another way, too, then. 
Yes, actually, it does to some extent. So yeah, I did. It took me a couple sittings actually to make it through it, but I finally watched Little and I did not like it, turns out. It was kind of torture almost to watch, honestly. I understand that. Yeah. All right, Kenan, what are you up to? What are you doing Um, watching, thinking about reading? So you kind of got me hooked on this show called, this Canadian like historical fiction movie called, or not movie, show called, um, Anne with an E. Kendon is watching Anne of Green Gables, guys. Wow. Friends. Anne with an E is Netflix Canadian show of Anne of Green Gables, the wonderful novel. Yeah, I'm, kind, I'm kind of stealing Achillea's. Uh, you love I've been it. You love Anne of yeah, Green Gables. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. At first, I thought I was just interested like in the adult storylines because it's just what is what was life like in, uh, what is it, Prince Edward Island. <laughs> in like 1890 but then the the, the school age kids uh storylines are kind of interesting now too and and tendon does love a teen drama so right. yeah and a historical drama <laughs> nice. historical drama. <laughs> i can't believe it i'm like i'm grinning from ear to ear because man I'm, never would i have guessed that tendon would be into anna green gables book or movie <laughs> i'm also previewing um, one thing that I will be have done, doing, and that is, well, so this weekend I'm actually going to Miami with friends to be uh, to be in the city during the Super Bowl. Not so fast forward, go. when pe- friends are listening to this, you will have been. I will have been. Yeah. Yes. It's your first trip to Miami. It's my first trip to Miami. Your uh, first trip to <clears> Miami? <throat> yep. Wow. I've been to, like, Orlando. <laughs> different. Very different. different. Yeah, way yeah. different, bro. And Cocoa Beach. Yeah, also not Also different. Same. You're going um, to... I'm... I mean, you're going at a weird time, so I'll be interested to see you go again when it's not like. Well, I gotta Super go with Shalia next time. Crazy, yeah. It's gonna, you know, I don't, I don't love towns when there's like an event going on for my mm-hmm. first time because you don't really get a good feel for the town and the people. You know, the food is not always as great because they're like making mass amounts of food because it's Super Bowl weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the food when I went was great. I loved it. Like the food was great. People were great. I got sunburned. It's fantastic. Um. Well. I wanted to bring up just okay. So I've really been into eons. I've talked about it before, I believe. Um, and the most recent one from a couple of days ago is called the giant dinosaur that was missing its body, and it's all about the discovery of this new duck build. <gasps> yeah, duck build animal or duck build dinosaur that was ducky. That's why I brought it up. Ah. Originally, they just had two forearms that were in somebody's collection. And like one of the forearms was like missing one of the finger bones, like in between the end of a finger and the, in the hand. So that's interesting. Um, but they were, it just turned out that they found where that had been poached from essentially. Like there's, oh, there's a, yeah. a fossil collector of poachers basically in a black market. Mm-hmm. They actually found where it was. They found the, the rest of the skeleton and even the missing bone. Whoa. So they were able to be like, this is actually the same individual. Um, and it was an, uh, it was an ornithrip with, uh, I can't really say it that well. I'm not good with dinosaur names, but, um, it was, it was kind a of like a relative of ducky. Yeah. It was a relative of ducky, but it was way bigger than they thought those dinosaurs got. Oh. It was almost as big as like a Tyrannosaurid, which doesn't mean Tyrannosaurus rex, but more, like dinosaurs in that range. Uh, or, yeah. In that family of, uh, were called Tyrannosaurids, right? So Tyrannosaurus rex is like a great white shark as opposed to just a shark. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think that it, it got that big uh, partially as a defense against those sort of uh, predators. 
Interesting. Yep. That's a good uh, segue into our movie for the week. Yes. Exactly. Okay, so friends, eons, watch the dinosaur that misses his body. What is it called? It's called The Giant Dinosaur That Was Missing a Body. And what is it? YouTube. It's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. It's Eons, which is made by uh, PBS. Okay. So watch Anne with an E. (laughs) Watch Eons on YouTube. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So you guys ready to get into the movie? Mm -hmm. Yep. Before time. The Land Before Time. 1988's The Land Before Time. Uh, Spielberg and Lucas yeah. together. I had no idea that they had a partnership. I had no idea they were responsible for this movie. Wait, yeah. you didn't know they had partnership? No. Yeah. Um, so uh, what do you call it? The Indiana Jones movies was yeah. there. Oh, really? Yeah. I <clears> know <throat> hmm. I, didn't, I didn't catch that, even though we've done an Indiana Jones movie. I guess I forgot. I watched this on HBO, so it's on HBO Go if you guys need to find it to watch it. That's how we watched it, too. Yeah, yeah. HBO Go. Can, uh, Tim, tell us like who made this movie. Uh, directed by Don Bluth. Famous, famous um, what do you call, director of animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, voiced by Pat Hingle, who was Ruder and the narrator. Gabrielle Damon, who was Littlefoot. Judith Barcy was Ducky. Helen Shepard was Littlefoot's mother. Bill Irwin was grandfather. Burke, I don't know these people. <laughs> Burke Burns was Daddy Tops. And yeah. That's so, really, movie. this movie is starring Littlefoot and Sarah Littlefoot. and Ducky and Petrie and Spike. Yeah. That's who stars this movie. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, for some reason, I matched this movie as uh, the age of five. Like, this, that's roughly the, the age I re- remember being into it. Mm-hmm. But I actually thought it was older than that. I would I would have guessed it was like 1986, right? That you yeah. saw it later, yeah. not that yeah. you were like watching it as soon as it came out. Yeah. Tim, do you remember the puppets, <clears throat> the hand puppets, toys for these? Yeah, no, I don't either. I have a very strong um, I memory. I do not remember any of that for some strange reason. <laughs> well, I have okay, a really yeah. strong memory about that specific so, toy. When did this come out? Your, it came out in '88, and this is the interesting I was thing. 10. This is like I was, in, I was into this. You yeah, were you not. You wouldn't. Because like been I into can quote puppets. this many years later, I can quote the whole movie. Yeah, I was for sure into like Transformers, He Man. I was doing all that at ten in horror movies. Yeah, they look familiar. The puppets yeah. look familiar, friends. Yeah, it looked familiar. I, I, I had Sarah before. for sure, and I might have had. Why Ducky. would you have Sarah? I don't. I'm She's so terrible. I didn't choose Who would it. Pick yeah. That toy? <laughs> <laughs> you picked it like you're like I want a toy, and your parents go to the store, and there's like one left, and it's Sarah. So that's what yeah. you get. Yeah, that's the connection I was mentioning um, for the other thing you had been doing, the mean little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Shalia does not like Sarah. I can't stand Sarah. I thought. I thought, and like watching it, it was like, all right. Here we go. You Let's give her another it? shot. Like, no. she's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, she's the fucking worst. She is the worst. She's a kid. She is terrible. She's <laughs> like, come on, guys, follow me. I'm going this way. And then they her follow parents- her, and then she just leaves them to die. Like, Petrie falls in the tar, and she just keeps going. Doesn't- her parents don't seem great. No. Bad you don't see much about them. Yeah. You see the dad several times being kind of a dick. Not yeah, wrong. and she does quote him. Like, we don't play with yeah. them. And then yeah. Littlefoot tries to quote him, too. It's kind of sad because she's really cute. Very, like, her like, round sassy. little head. I think it's supposed to be spunky as opposed to mean. No, she's, yeah, maybe, but I can't stand her. 
cannot stand her and still can't. It also sucks because it was one of my favorite dinosaurs. And I blame her for Littlefoot's mother's death. Like, yeah. she's she's the responsible for all of it. She's so terrible. Hope she feels guilty for the rest of her life. Yeah. But then I'm pretty sure she doesn't because there's all of the sequels and I'm sure she's so many walking sequels. around smiling uh, as I if know. she's not responsible. Okay, how many sequels do we have for this film? I have no over idea. a dozen. Now. And I don't think I've watched any of them. But um first we, uh who wants to give the quick plot? You can. Yeah, I think you should. Okay. This movie is about Littlefoot, who um, is the last of his family, um, a long neck, and the earth is getting hotter, and so they're they're going through a drought, and so they're they're trying to get to the Great Valley because there's supposed to be a lot of green food still in the Great Valley. So they describe um, it like this oasis kind of place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because they, they're vegetarians and they only eat green food. Um, and so they're going to go to the Great Valley because the other long necks are to round. And so they'll be able to join other long necks and, um, creatures in the Great Valley. So he's with his mom and his grandparents and that's where they're headed. Um, and along the way, she gives him a tree star. So he's aware of how wonderful tree stars mm-hmm. are and this like beautiful leaf that the, the image of that tree star is stuck in my mind. Yeah. It's like wonderful, kid. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what's happening. And then as along the way, we see other newborns also. And these are all, it's very focused on the um, vegetarians, vegetarian dinosaurs. Um, um, I'm not, I'm going to have to be this guy. Herbivores. The herbivores. Yeah, sure. Herbivores. <laughs> anyway, so um, they're all making their way. So Littlefoot meets Sarah first. She's a triceratops. And they are playing when they run into a Tyrannosaurus Rex who wants to eat them. And so Littlefoot's mother has to save them. She dies because she has to fight him off. At the same time, there's huge um, earthquakes, basically, because the continents are colliding. And um, they all get separated. So Littlefoot's mother dies. Littlefoot's grandparents are on another side of the divide. Um, Sarah's parents are also separated from her and they all end up in the Great Valley. They don't just mm-hmm. like stand there and stare at their kids right. like, hey, uh, what's our plan? They apparently at some point just kind of walk away <laughs> and find the Great Valley. Um, so it's these like toddlers who are left to travel alone um, towards the Great Valley. Sarah's not very nice. Littlefoot keeps inviting her to be like, you can travel with me. We can be together because he wants family. Um and uh, yeah, he fails with her a few times, but mm-hmm. then he meets Ducky, who's Ducky. amazing. Ducky's the best character ever. Ducky, um, so Ducky's your favorite? Absolutely. Okay. Not- Ducky is a duck bill. I kind of like Petrie. I mean, I don't dislike Petrie. Yeah. I kind of did a little bit, actually, as a kid. But no, Ducky's the best. <laughs> like, there's no question. I like the flyers. Um, yeah, they are very cute. Um, but you were saying you think Petrie isn't a herbivore. You think Petrie eats meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do. Yeah, it's so really yeah. They definitely they eat the, those flying. First of all, they're not, they weren't dinosaurs. Not that this movie says that they're dinosaurs. Yeah. They're a different family. But they, they depending on the size, will eat uh, insects, um, small animals, or fish. Or larger animals, actually, depending. Because some of them got very big. Because yeah. so, those, those teeth. He's not a pterodactyl. No, the, well, you're, some of the early ones had teeth, but most of them didn't have teeth. Speaking More of like teeth, birds. Kendon found a type of like animal in the ocean that has like a lot of really weird teeth. What was that called? Oh, what was that thing? Kendon found it online and was like, Was it Whoa. the hag shark? That sounds terrifying. It was really weird looking and like, hmm, looks like a dinosaur. Um, you look that up so you can show Tim and I'll continue with the plot. So Ducky's super friendly and uh, decides to walk along with Littlefoot. 
because Ducky is also all alone and doesn't want to be. Um, then they meet Petrie, who is a bird type dinosaur-ish, but bird-ish. can't fly. <laughs> and <clears throat> so joins the two of them and keeps going and they keep running into Sarah along the way. And then finally, there's Spike, who is late to hatch, and Ducky finds him and helps him hatch. And he doesn't ever talk. He just eats and walks and is very yeah. motivated by food. Yes. Um, and that's our that's our our group. And so they have to make their way to the Great Valley, which is past the rock that looks like a long neck, and then the mountains that burn, and then they get to the Great Valley. So they make their way and have to find food along the way. They keep getting in fights because Sarah is terrible. And... Um, they have to fight a sharp tooth, which is the Tyrannosaurus yes. Rex. The show um, comes out of nowhere. Just, ah, yeah, like it comes after them again. They they meet them twice more, um, and they end up defeating him because he cannot swim with his little arms. His little arms. Um, and they find the Great Valley, and turns out all of their family is at the Great Valley, and they're all going to be happily ever after. And what's funny is that, like, as you're watching this movie, you're like, man, you guys are all going to go extinct. So, like, you're going to find the Great Valley, but you're going to die. But then, like, the end of the movie is like, no, no. Hell no. You're going to... Okay, friends, <laughs> what is the name of this it's shark? It's called a frilled shark. Frilled. Like, with an F, no. like grilled, but with an F. Neat. And it's got a, it's got a crazy array of of. Let me see it teeth. again. I just showed uh, Tim. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, it looks Hold like on. an eel, but like its teeth are like clustered into like little teeth clusters. You should look it up. It's, it's really kind of creepy. Cre- uh, freaky. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be freaked out. If you want to be freaked out. So um, yeah, so they end up in the Great Valley, but like the the actual movie says that they don't just like die in the Great Valley. Like the Great Valley actually sustains them for a few generations. But so. At least- yeah, um, so it's all good. Like, I was just like, oh, doom. Like, they're going to die when well, they get there, too. But no. When I was a kid, I think I assumed that this was about, like, the extinction of the dinosaurs time. Yes, exactly. You know what? But, but, I did, too. Yeah. But what, as I've been watching Eons, and there's this very, uh, I would say, um, likely that dinosaurs weren't going to go extinct for another 100 billion years. Yeah. It's just, like, the the geological clock, the amount of, like, uh, change, geological change it was happening all the time. It would kill off a bunch of species, but a whole bunch more dinosaurs would stick around. So this might have just been a change um, into a new uh, epoch for the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very it, – mm-hmm. all of that. Um, I have to go into what I've been watching or what I've been doing. I wasn't going to because I was going to save it for another time, but okay. I really feel like I have to, which is – um, after watching Anne with an E, which is Anne of Green Gables, which is a book that I read as a kid and loved so much. So I've been watching Anne with an E. It reminded me, I told my mom about it. My mom was reminded of her very first book that she ever read for fun and was like, well, reading is can be fun. And that is Clan of the Cave Bear, which is from the 80s. And it's called what? Clan of the Cave Bear. And about? it's a it's a fiction about basically Neanderthals. Um, interacting with Cro-Magnon humans and like what would happen when they, when they would come across each other and inter- interact. Um, and so it's a Daryl Hannah movie, which I've not seen and I don't want to see, but it's what? also a book and it's a book that I've known my whole Wait, life. Wait, why don't you want to see Daryl Hannah? Um, I don't want to not see Daryl Hannah. Oh, okay. I don't want to see the movie. Oh, Daryl Hannah's gotcha. great. Which I is why, her. of course, I'm lobbying to do this movie. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, Clan of the Bear, but it's about a – so it's basically this um, clan of Neanderthals come across this human child who's 
alone and then basically adopt her into their clan and um, raise her. What's crazy to me is that she's raised by two siblings, um, Issa and Kreb, and it's exactly the same kind of of Anne with an E who's raised by two siblings. (laughs) And I keep being like, man, this sibling bond is so strong. And it's kind of amazing. So that's a tie-in from Anne with an E, unexpected, to Clan of the Cary Bear. And then crazy, Clan of the Cary Bear is them walking around because there's a big earthquake mm-hmm. that messes up their their cave and, like, separates uh, Ayla, the, the, the main character, from her family. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's very Littlefoot and these guys as well. It's crazy. It's all connecting. It's really weird. There's also an... A, Eon's episode that Kendon showed me about uh, Neanderthals. Was that what it was? Like um, the history of humans? There were, did we watch two? One of them was about Neanderthals um, interacting with humans and um, crossbreeding. Did we watch any? I've watched so many of those that I just yeah, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, it's all kind of mixing together. It's yeah, a I wish, I wish uh, there was like a guide where I could – because they come out like – you know, out of order, quote unquote. I'd like to to see if I could get one that that uh, guide that would show me, like starting all the way from like I the bet beginning. You Google that. Yeah, I bet you can find that. But yeah, like my takeaway from that is I'm probably part Neanderthal because my <laughs> mom is white and European white, and Europeans were no Europe is where Neanderthals were. Yep. And the humans that ended up up there probably intermixed because there's DNA yeah. now that are not straight up from humans, like somebody who is like ancestry is only from Africa won't have it. And um, because it came in, not when we were all a common ancestor, but after Neanderthals and humans were not the same thing anymore, they were getting busy and having babies. And some of those babies passed down traits of Neanderthals. So I will be walking around now talking about, I'm probably part Neanderthal. A little knowledge is dangerous. Just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. I've been trying to identify Neanderthals all day. So I'm going to buy her a club for her birthday. <laughs> you know, in the book I'm reading, I don't think I've heard anything about any clubs. Yeah, they probably used spears. They did. And slingshots. I'm wondering why the assumption was cave- cavemen used just clubs. but Maybe that was a pre-caveman or pre-Neanderthal. Being. I just want to know if there was a fossil proving that. We yes, should talk about the movie, but, right? But I think people Sorry. put that in sort of like the ethos of like, this is what cavemen do. Right. Without any real understanding. And it sort of like caught on. Oh, they do this. Yeah. 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 Um, don't go to Clan of the Cave Bear for any factual information. Because right. <laughs> my impression is that it's not fact-based right. at all. But um, it is It is really entertaining. Yeah. So anyway, that's the plot of The Lamp Before Time. Okay. What do you guys want to talk about? It was sad. It was sad. It was so, sad all, for like 80% of the movie. This movie like, this turns out, the, the weird thing, I think, is this movie's only an hour. Only an, an hour, hour and long. nine minutes? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you can probably why out. you remember so much of it. Because I could watch it over and over again. Like, yeah. I had time to watch well, this. Also, you wouldn't have gotten bored. Yeah. Yes. So, it's, by the time it starts, it's over. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird because I did, this isn't one where it's like Lion King where I would just fast forward the sad part. Like, I'm pretty sure we would watch it all the way through every time. But whole like part, it's all, it's the whole the first part, you're like, okay, mom's gonna die, mom's gonna die, this is gonna be terrible. Yeah, mom's dead, and then mom dies, and then the the rest of the movie is like very short after yeah. that. I didn't find it that sad. Wow. 
Well, that's because you've been watching eons and you're not. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's not about animals. First dying. of all, one of my things Dino was death. when I was watching this is nature, it was like there's kind of weird. Like, were they animal? The way that they anthropomorphize them. Yeah, but I, I don't associate dinosaurs with being super lovey-dovey with each other. So there was a disconnect for me. You thought they I were like? Why don't you think that they loved each other? Um, I, I just it doesn't seem in line with what you see with most other like. Reptiles or even most birds. So what are you talking about? Birds love each other. They stay in their little packs, and you don't necessarily see them interact in such a way. And when you do, yeah. it's usually violence. Yeah, they're not like our cats. The prey and predators. That kind of sort of relationship is not like, hey, let's go for a walk and stroll down the street. Yeah, yeah but mom, like mama birds, like really take care. I'm not just like think about ducks, like really take care of their babies. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they don't and put like, energy into their babies. If something happens to them, they cry and of they their make own. Their life. Yes, I don't think they cry. They, they don't hang. You don't. You don't see crows hanging out with eagles, and they're just like going. Oh on. yeah, because there was that thing too when she was like, uh, three horns don't hang out with uh, long necks. And I was like, yeah, actually. Yeah, they they actually actively probably avoid each other. Yeah. Except for that you've seen, like, the turtle and the deer videos. Like, they will if they're – or, yeah, is it a deer? But in general, in the wild, animals stick with their own group. When they have their own group. But when they are alone, they often end up with ones of their own kind. I have a book that is called Quackers. Quackers is a duck. Sounds racist, is it? It's not. It's about a – duck named quackers that looks a lot like a cat and then it meets other cats and is like oh i guess i can be a duck and a cat this is a fictional book Uh uh-huh it's a fictional book yeah yeah and it's i mean like (laughs) (laughs) like i couldn't imagine this happening in real life dude it's about this big (laughs) yeah and about for 24 kids. pages. It's just a children's book. Yes. <laughs> but, like, the point is that animals, just like It's not Ch- National Geographic. Will, um, like, what? will link up with others, of, like others, just to have friendship and love. You think that's family. actually happening out there in the streets? Yes. I'm not saying it could never happen. When I was watching it, this is part of my disconnect now. I was like, when she said that, I was like, yeah, that actually, that sounds pretty reasonable. Like... There's kind of like, are these, they're acting a little more humanish, which yeah. makes sense, right? But then to I'm get like, people to connect to them. Well, that, and then yeah. also it's, you're teaching kids, oh, people who are different, you can, can hang out together. Can hang out together, but it's not analogous to human beings. No, it's not. <laughs> Those five very different animals. Um, very different animals. Yeah, they didn't just get different together and be habits, buddies. Different everything, different yes. ways they migrate, different, yeah. I'm happy that it worked out for the for them. The the other thing cartoon. was that he is they aren't he the Tyrannosaurus Rex is kind of a savage. Yes, and I felt that was kind of weird because you need a villain. Well, you need a villain, but it doesn't talk. It makes it seem like it's an animal or it's a senseless beast. Yeah, it's just and like, all of these herbivores. It's are, like driven by hunger. Turtle are nice and, and kitten eating together because pets. they're they pets. Will. They're pets, That's and the food is in the same location. <laughs> <laughs> like put the food on the opposite end of the room. Turtle and hippopotamus hanging out. These are the ones. Their is moms die. The hippopotamus's mom died. Are these it, all in, in captive? Um, I don't know. These are all captive. This hippopotamus's mom died, and it ended up hanging out with this turtle, and the turtle raised it. So it that's happened. A, that's a yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. Um, but I found it interesting because I was like, because we're supposed to be. Um, identifying just with these uh, herbivores yeah. um, that they had to make 
Like that's not, that other dinosaur is probably every bit as smart, if not smarter, than the than the uh, herbivores, but it can't talk. Yeah. And villains, like you can make a threatening villain who talks. Like when it's attacking them through those brambles, yeah. it could be like, "I see you. I can get like I'm hungry. Maybe Feed that would, me. That maybe would be too scary but for kids. Then it makes it human, huh? Then it makes it human, and you don't yeah. want to do that. And then, but the other thing is that it it made me think of Zootopia. Yes. Because Zootopia. Talks a whole lot about the the prey animals and the the predator animals like living together. Um, the Zootopia is a great movie. It, it's a really good movie, but they all have like some. They all have basically similar levels of intelligence. So um, there's just so much of like, I was like, these are these are animals, and they're. I mean, Ice Age. I'm sure. It, I'm just saying, circumstances are as they are. It is possible, and I'm just looking up the hippo and the turtle story. And yeah, they're in captivity, sort of. They're in a sanctuary because yep. the hippo yeah. got separated it's from yep. its, it's captivity. Got separated from its family from the tsunami, and it adopted this turtle, 130 year old turtle, as its mom. Like it's not like they were like, okay, you two mix. It was like running around and was like, I'm not criticizing the movie. I want to make sure I'm not <laughs> criticizing the movie. I'm also I, I agree with what you're saying. This stuff happens. What I'm saying is, while I'm watching the movie, it's got me thinking: these are animals. What are the chances all five of these are really yeah. going to hang out together? And, the, and these things and not are happening. Other? They're not, well, hap- they they're not happening in like they're happening in artificial environments. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like enemy mine. They befriend it because they're both That's stuck. Right, in, enemy They're mine. both stuck in a cave, yeah, and they made it um, to be friends. Yeah, they're both brothers. stuck in a cave. Yeah. Okay, so what is your favorite thing about this movie, aside from its unrealisticness for Kendon? The ending, because I was like, "This is sad," and then they're like, "Oh, hey, it fun ends up ending. okay." Oh, it's so pretty. Didn't you want to go there and go swimming? I love the Gray Valley. Yeah, the Gray Valley was cool. You know, his mother showed up in the clouds like Mufasa. Like Simba and Mufasa, oh, yeah. I just thought about that. My favorite, uh, my favorite shot is uh, the tree star when the um, water collects and mm-hmm. turns into a, a, a what do you call that? A pentagon. Yeah. I really I like that. This. Is a memory in my head. And um, my favorite thing is all of the dinosaurs that aren't Littlefoot in Triple <laughs> Five. Not, I don't. Not that I have a problem with Littlefoot, but he has to be the. Sincere, boring, mean right. character who's the main. Everybody, story. let's get along. Like, okay. Protagonist. So yeah. he doesn't have much personality. Ducky has funny personality, funny way that Sarah has an interest. Like, Shelia doesn't like her, but like, she's spunky. She's interesting. Whatever. Sassy. I really um, thought I would like her better as an adult, and I just can't stand her. Petrie and Spike, they all have some character to them that Littlefoot kind of doesn't. Yeah, Littlefoot's kind of like a blank canvas. Exactly. It's like a the narrator, but not really the narrator. Right. Especially because there's literally a narrator. There's a little narrator, yeah. Oh, and the narrator's awesome. Yeah. He starts all of a sudden it was like, voice. Oh, it's kind of like a, a nature documentary. Yeah. For it a really bit is. And it he is. Like, describes it. Oh, man. Man. And it's so something good. you can show to your kids. Yeah. You to can. teach them about, oh my God. about being I mean, And also just like, you, should. Make, you must love me and appreciate me because you're going to be so sad if something happens. Oh, there's four, <laughs> That's scary. There are 14 sequels to this. Oh. Awesome. And an animated series. Do, do, do they go to space? To <laughs> but one of them offends me because it's the big freeze. Uh, and they're just like hanging out in the snow like that's all fun and good. You haven't seen it. You, you make just a, saw you the You make picture. an elephant snowman. You don't right. know I thought if that was a, one a, moment that they were smiling next to a fire that's off screen. Wait, a snowfield and a fire is directly off screen? You don't know. I don't. So it could be that they're smiling. It could sure. be that their I'm face sure is that, frozen yeah. like that. <laughs> they died. <laughs> so cold. 
Um, but wait, didn't it just break your heart when Littlefoot thought he saw his mom in his shadow and he runs up and like puts his paws up on the rock wall and starts like kissing it, licking the wall and realizing it's not his mom? No. God. I didn't. It didn't move me. This movie is so sad. It's sad. But it ends happy. But um, it's, it's just, it's one of those movies that I can definitely see identifying with as a kid but like identifying with as an adult's too difficult for me because yeah. it's so hard because it's so sad no no none of it makes sense that's why wow no not me you i could have a break I, and you're like, I watched it over and over as a kid and turns out and this is still nothing against the movie oh did so you real. mention who the who did the music no who did the music um horner uh Whatever the, I, I thought you may have had oh, it up. The music is good. But, um, oh, yeah, James Horner. It makes me cry. What did I say? It makes my heart cry. That's my I was like, I recognize this when music. When the music starts. One of the other, he's done a lot of stuff. One of the other main things that he did was Land Before Time. Also a Bluth. This is Land Before Time. Uh, an American Tale. Oh. Also Dan what? Bluth. And um, another, so when another I heard some sad music, movie. Yeah. <laughs> but this music, does this music get to you? Like, as soon as I hear it, I'm just like, oh my god. No, I don't I don't no, have connection. I don't have to the it. same sense memory that yeah. you do for the movie. I don't have that same wow. connection to it. When I heard that music, I was like, Isn't that the land before or isn't that um an American tale? And you're like, No, it's a land before time. It absolutely. And I immediately is. look up who does the music and he exactly. did it for both of them. So even if it's not exactly the same song, right. it kinda of came across it, it got that feeling, but Do you love the beginning when all of the babies are hatching? You got all these eggs and they're so amazing and it's just like I don't know if you realize this. Happy and we don't have crazy. the same connection to this movie that you did. I don't see. Uh, I just when never I see, had it. Well, when I, I don't like, imagine. It makes my heart happy. Like when this when this started, I was just like, oh my gosh. I don't imagine dinosaurs hatching and jumping around like kittens. Yeah, like now, like cute little pets. Yeah, no, I, I don't do. think of that. And like, <laughs> I think of a I think of Jurassic Park when the when the raptor comes out of the egg. Yeah, and it's really cool. And I think of birds. Birds aren't like getting out and rolling and tumbling around, playing with each other. Yeah, they are. They're having fun. No, they're not. They're not. Anyway, and birds and are the then, closest thing we have to dinosaurs left. So you've got the music going. You've got the sure. narrator talking about these little animals hatching, and then okay. So putting aside that you guys don't carry on this feeling for it, aren't they so cute? I don't know how they made them so cute. Like the little flyers, like that one scene of the little flyers getting the cherries and like all trying, like they're so Oh, they reminded me a bit of the crows from Dumbo. Yes. They did. They did look like that, but they were cuter. I can intellectualize that they're cute, but it didn't. I wasn't wasn't moved. Yeah. I was like, I can tell these are cute, but they don't feel cute to me. Wow. It feels artificial. All right. So my favorite thing, obviously I said was Ducky. Um, Every yep, yep, yep. word the ducky said, including when Petrie is smelling something and then smells ducky. <laughs> I'm going to come downstairs next week and she's going to be watching this movie again. <laughs> I love it. Everything that comes out of ducky's mouth is amazing. Even if it's not funny, it's at, like when it's sad, it's still the nope, nope, nope. It's really sad. Um, okay. Very influential to me. Just got to say. Um, also, we ended the movie and then that song comes on. Oh, and yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I was like, "What? I don't. I don't think I've heard that song in twenty years. I still know every word." Hmm. And it just like came right back. And turns out Diana Ross was singing it, so that's amazing. And I'm gonna be listening to that song for a while. Um, all right. Anything else you guys need to say? I know we need to wrap it up. This has got to be a short episode. Um, so we're gonna rate it. But is there anything else you want to say before we rate it? 
It's sad, but a good a good movie to show your kids. It's really well made. And but you've got to fig- you got to understand there might be a conversation that comes with it if yeah. you show it because it's kind of kind of a bummer. That's a good point. Also, kind of funny in the end, they're like, "Okay, everyone lives a happy ever after." I know. And then they go all these flashbacks from the movie that we just saw. Yes, that, that was, was interesting. hilarious. It was like, I was like, I just saw this yeah. <laughs> 45 minutes ago. <laughs> You're just showing all of the, like, I was like, wow, way to make sure I leave happy um, so that I want to watch it again. That was really funny. <laughs> okay. Land Before Time. Is that a classic or are we past it? It's a classic. It's definitely a classic. Classic. Classic, right, kids classic, that show classic. All right. So thanks, friends, for hanging out with us this week. Sorry we cut it a little short, but it's not that short. We're, we're a good hour in. And you're probably still recovering from the Super Bowl, so I'm sure this is all fine. Next week is going to be. We were talking about maybe Glory because it's black. It's uh, Black History Month. Month. Do it for the blacks. We'll yeah. do Glory. A glory. Yeah. Next week is our tribute to Black History Month with Glory. Yep, Glory's a good one, man. You never seen it before. I have avoided it. You're yeah. about to cry your face off because I cry every time I watch I don't it. Don't want to. I already cried from Land Before Dawn. Oh, wait till you you gotta get that scene. Mm. Okay, right. we're gonna be doing Glory next week, friends. Yep. When Kendon, what will we be? We'll be back. We belong together. Well, next week, 